Well, good morning, everybody. How are we doing? Yeah. That's probably everybody who got up and was here around 8.30. So it's going to take a little bit of everybody else, maybe a couple more minutes to wake up. But that's okay. Today is a great Sunday together. This is our Ohana service. And uh, we're excited that you're here with us. Some of you guys have joined us for house churches the past couple of weeks. And we're excited that uh, you get to be here for your first H2 Ohana service. Um, and this is going to be a great one. We're going to be celebrating a lot of things that God is doing and uh, has done, is doing, and is going to do today. And um, yeah, so just let me give you a layout of today's service. Good morning. Good morning. Nick, Tally, love you guys. Uh, yeah, just a layout this morning is going to be a little bit different because we've got our OU team in the house. So give them a warm welcome. Yep, we're going to be talking about the Ohio University church plant, and we're going to be praying over Brian Stephanie this morning to send them out later on. And, uh, but first, we're going to kick this off with uh, honoring our graduates. So can we get these slides up here of some of our graduates? Yes. All right. Rue, Anna, Michaela, Courtney. Yes. There's Lena, there's Benjamin, and Claire. Hallelujah. So this cord's not going to reach, but can I get our graduates to come up here? We've got a little gift for you. We're going to honor you and pray over you today. Yeah. Uh, Joe and DP want to make their way up here. That'd be great. Uh, Daryl, we need to bring a seat up for you. We can. <laughs> uh, I love you. I'm roasting you a little bit before I honor you in a major way. So, <laughs> all right. The... Uh, let me introduce, um, I've known Joe since I've come to uh, the H2O Network, and um, man, Joe's just been an honor to get to know. Uh, we've, we're, we're, he's already in the military, so there was that camaraderie there from the very beginning. And uh, man, I've just seen this man be pressed, like pressing in more and more, and uh, just get a small opportunity to glean from your growth uh, at H in H2O to where the point where you're now married with a child in church planting. And man, it's just been a beautiful testimony. And it's been one of the many reasons why uh, I'm encouraged to be a part of H2O, uh, the work that I see God doing in our churches that have been vested for so long, working in lives and starting to see that here in our own church. And now it's going to be done again on another campus. And uh, so Joe was just ordained uh, as a pastor there at Bowling Green for this church plant. Uh, I've, it's funny because I thought you were already a pastor, so <laughs> the way you operated. Um, yeah, he's just, he cares for so many people, and he's been able to pull this team together and manage it really well. But behind every good leader, there's just amazing other uh, radical servants and leaders that God brings into our life. And Daryl's one of those guys. Like, psh, I, man, just honoring you makes me cry. Uh, yeah. Daryl, uh, he's been here with our church plants since the very beginning. Um, I would have lost my mind and, and been burned out a long time ago had it not been from Daryl. This is Daryl's sixth church plant, collegiate church plant, which is amazing. And uh, just over the years, gleaning, uh, getting to glean from his wisdom and just hear his heart, like doing this enough times, when somebody does this enough times, it, it's wise to listen, <laughs> And, uh, man, just bending his ears, sometimes just regurgitating on him. And, and I know Joe is already leaning on him uh, uh, to be that, that soundboard for wisdom, uh, for advice, and just accountability as a church planter. Um, and Daryl continues to do that. 
So we're sharing Daryl with this OU church plant. He's staying here, but he's also serving there and uh, because his heart is in both places. But uh, this has been a long-time dream. So we're going to hear from Joe. Um, he's going to share his testimony, and then Daryl's going to give us, just like, you know, over the six years, why do we, why we, why do, we do this? Why do you continue to do this? And I'm just going to give the, the floor to both of you for the next 10, 20 minutes. Wonderful. Well, it's good to be here, guys. Um, it's really fun just to drive over here and um, just see what God is doing um, at Wright State um, and in the Dayton area, too. It's just been so cool. I've, I've been able to come to visit over uh, the last few years of you guys being a plant. And again, it's just so cool to see what God has been doing in and through your lives. And so, yeah, um, I got involved with H2O a long, long time ago when I was a freshman at BGSU. And um, yeah, I was just super blown away by the desire to reach college students with the gospel. And that was really something that just inspired me. And so, um, and too, just like the relationships you have, like this was really, the, you know, H2O was really the first church where I just felt super close with the pastors and leaders, which I'm sure you guys feel here too, just that value of discipleship is really the foundation for our network and what we do, but also too church planting. And when I was a student, um, we actually just started the H2O network, not because of me, obviously, um, but they, it just happened to work out where I, I, I was a student as a freshman and they sent out the Kent State H2O church plant. And then I heard about the Ohio State H2O one. Um, and yeah, it was just super cool to see over the years, people be sent out from BG or other campuses, and God continued to raise up a new generation of leaders who were excited about Jesus, who were excited about reaching college students, and just how, like, and Matt Pardee talks about this all the time, he talks about how the more we sent out, the more God just continued to refresh us, too, and that's what we saw at BG, and that's what we noticed over the years, too, and yeah, so this passion to reach college students, when I graduated, I was like, there's nothing else I want to do with my life and my time than one, be used by Jesus, but two, be a part of reaching the next generation for Christ. So yeah, I came on staff about seven years ago, and yeah, church planting was something that I knew I wanted to do, um, and we looked at a few different places. We went to visit Buffalo, we went to Tampa, uh, mostly to vacation, but we also checked out a couple campuses there too, and um, we just kept praying throughout that process, Lord, send us where we're needed. And around that time, um, actually, Josh reached out to me, and he just said, hey, let's talk about Athens. And I was like, well, it's a pretty cool place, you know, um, I, I, from what I heard. And um, I, have vis I did visit it a couple times um, just to check it out. Um, but at that time, Josh was like, man, it'd be really cool to see an H2O here. And at that time, I was like, I don't know, you know, it, I don't know if this works out timing-wise for me. And, um, but I, I just remember in that meeting, Josh's heart was like, man, we got to get an H2O here somehow. And um, so, you know, around that time, a few years later, I, j I just felt like, man, we were praying about it. We kept visiting Athens, and we were like, man, we really feel like there needs to be an H2O here. And so we kind of gathered the team together. We started recruiting people to come check it out, come check out the team. And the main thing was we wanted people just to continue to be excited about church planting. And every along the way, everyone who's joined our team has really just had that passion to see Jesus proclaimed in the city of Athens in the hopes of us planting um, another church someday as well. And so we are just so proud of the Colpickies and so excited for them. And I know, you know, there's such a deep friendship and relationship they have with you guys here. You guys have formed them and helped them become the leaders that they are today. So we are really thankful just that you're sharing them with us. But also, um, it, I want you guys to know this, that this church could not happen 
without your guys' sacrifice and commitment to this plan. I'm really appreciative. I'm getting a little teary-eyed just thinking about that. Um, but, but you guys really have been such a crucial part of this H2O coming together. And, and again, not, not just Cold Pickies, but Daryl, too, and devoting um, your time to help us in this process. So really appreciate you guys. I'm glad we get to celebrate you, Brian and Stephanie, and just, just so proud of what God has been doing and will continue to do in through your lives. So I think Daryl's going to come up here and share a little bit of the bigger picture of church planning. Is that right? So good. Well, it's good to be here. It's good to see all you guys. Um, it's been a while. It's been way too long. Came in, I saw Caleb, and we're like, when was the last time we saw each other? And it wasn't this past, it was two Januaries ago when we were down in Hocking Hills, which is, is crazy. So hopefully we're getting through this and we're going to be able to uh, see each other a little more, which would be awesome. So why do we go? Uh, Josh wanted me to share a little bit about why do we do this church planning? What, why do we go? And one of my favorite sections of scripture, I got many of them now, is, uh, is Acts 5, when the, the apostles are out and they're seeing so much happen right there in the early days, the beginning days of the church in Jerusalem. And they're seeing a lot happen. A lot of people are coming to Christ. They're healing all kinds of people. The authorities throw them in jail. And then an angel comes and releases them. And he says, go, stand, and share the whole message of this life. And I just, uh, you, you know, that grips you, right? Go and share the whole message of this life, what this life is really all about, the main message. And how could we not be all about that and go? And the reason we go is because it's God's will. This is what he has done for us. He has sent his son and delivered us um, from our prison. And, uh, you know, you think the angels, they didn't say this, but, you know, maybe they could have said, you know, go, go, we, I'm going to release you, go, be safe, be secure, live a good life, you know, go run and hide. He didn't say that. He said, go, go out, stand, and share the whole message of this life. And when I think of my life, I think of anyone's life that comes to know the Lord. It's like we were in that prison cell. We, we were prisoners of sin. We were selfish, self-centered and all of that. We've been released from that, and God is saying to each one of us, now you go and you share the whole message of this life to other people, and that is the most fulfilling, rewarding life that we could possibly have, and that's just God. Go and lose your life so that you'll gain your life, and that's why we go. In Acts 1.8, it says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses, and in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and even to the remotest parts of the earth. And that's God's will for us. And that's one of the main reasons we receive power, right? So we can be his witness. And if you really want to experience the power of God in your life, then go. That's what God wants for us. In Jerusalem, they were seeing so much happen. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to read too much into it, but it's almost like they kind of forgot that whole go thing, right? And then Stephen is martyred, and then persecution just kind of just is beginning to just spread all throughout Jerusalem against the believers, and, and they were scattered uh, everywhere, it says, but they didn't hide. They went, and they continued to share the message everywhere, and it bore fruit. 
And uh, so that's why we go. And even in Jesus' ministry in the very beginning, in, in Mark 1 and Luke 4, when he's just starting his ministry, he goes to a town called Capernaum. He's seeing so much happen. So many people are being healed and receiving the message. And, uh, and so then he's staying up really ministering. In the morning, he goes to a lonely place. Disciples, they hunt for him. They find him. They say, Jesus, everyone is looking for you. Everyone wants to be around you. And he said, we must leave. We must go to other towns. That's why I've been sent. And then at the end of his ministry in John 17, when he's praying for me and you, and I, I think for me, whenever, um, and at times we all can lose motivation, right? We can all lose in some ways that sense of mission and go. I reread John 17, and Jesus is praying for me and you in John 17. In verse 20, he says, Lord, I am praying not only for those in this room, but for all those who believe in me through their message. And that's me and you. And he says a few verses before that, as you sent me, Father, into the world, I now send them. And so me and you have been directly sent by Jesus himself. I believe he, he um, maybe not then in his human, you know, form, but we were known. And we've been sent the same. We're in that room with those disciples. And he says, go. But here's the, here's, here's the thing about church planning, though. We may not all necessarily have been called to go plant a church. There's really no biblical command to go and plant churches. That just kind of happens when you go, right? And the command is go and make disciples. The command is you're going to receive power, go and be my witness. So as we go and seek to make the disciples, it's just naturally that, you know, the body of Christ will grow, and it, we, we call it a church. But we haven't been commanded to go, to go to Athens and get a room and have nice production stuff and do all this stuff. That's part of it, but we've been commanded to go and make disciples. And whether you go on a church plant or not, that never changes. In fact, some may be in the same church their entire life. Really, the goal there is don't lose focus and don't lose that sense of intentionality that this is why God grabbed me out of the world and brought me to himself so that I might be able to go and then share the whole message of life to other people also. So that's why we go. You're going. We're all going, whether you go on a church plan or not, right? You leave this room, we're all on mission and we're all going so that's why we go amen amen thank you dp thank you joe the uh that's exactly why we go um because god's called us it's our first response really to his love uh, other than receiving it um, well that's maybe our second response so our first response is receiving his love because we're not saved by works we're saved by grace through faith right it's his work but our next response is to go tell somebody, to go share it with somebody. This love, how could you not? And, um, and that does, it doesn't start with, you don't start by going somewhere. You could be here at the same church and be reaching your neighbors, your, the people in your work. Uh, uh, we have Wright State University is our mission field. It's a very specific mission field. And um, you could be here continually doing that. We have new students coming in all the time. That's a fresh mission field all the time. And so the thing is, is when we do this, when we say yes to God, 
It's not always easy, and God never said it would be easy. Uh, in fact, he, he says he likens it to sheep being sent out among wolves, and uh, it's very hard um, in some ways. There's a lot of joy in it, but I don't want to like mask that, that there's still not something hard about it. And joy isn't necessarily a feeling. It's something that we get to choose and experience as we obey God. Uh, Jesus said, you know, like he was able to endure the cross. He, there, was, there was a joy to going and doing what he did because he saw what was going to be. And when we see an eternal picture, we too can find this joy in sending out people. God said, pray for labors for the harvest. I hope that's your prayer all the time. He said, uh, he said go, make disciples uh, of every nation, uh, Judea, Samaria, and all the ends of the world. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And teach them everything I've commanded you to do. This is discipleship, right? And so we're sending out Brian and Stephanie. Uh, this is our send out service today. And uh, I'm going to have Brian come up and share a little bit about his heart here in a minute, about how he got to this place and, and just um, what, uh, what God's pressed on him. And, you know, he comes from the Ohio State University H2O Church. And... Uh, and then he came here to Wright State, to the H2O Wright State Church, and now he's going to Ohio University, the Athens H2O Church plant. And to see him and Steph in their journey, um, it's always bittersweet, like to see friends. Like you see this picture of these guys, all of them have friends in Bowling Green. All of these guys have friends that, you know, they had friends at uh, Ohio, the Ohio University, we, uh, the Ohio State University, um, uh, however you say, OSU, Ohio State University. They have friends. They have family, church family. And it's hard to say goodbye to family. And it's hard for family to let go and say, you know what? We're here for eternity, but you're going to be reaching people that don't know. So it is a joy to send you. And I will be behind you 100%. And it's kind of sad. Sometimes our greatest obstacles can be the family that just doesn't want to let go. But this is not a time to mourn. This is a time to rejoice with tears and let God collect our tears as we send and champion and come behind them. And so, Brian, if you would come up, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you the platform to kind of share, like, what's it look like? Because when we look at our brothers and sisters back here that are going to this Ohio University, uh, Ohio University plant, they are reflecting this story in so many ways um, and saying yes to the Lord no matter how hard it gets. So you've had to say yes to the Lord and say no to a couple things. Can you share a little bit about that? Sure. Um, <laughs> that was not what I was planning on sharing. So cool. Uh, no, I just think it's been really cool to get to pray through this process uh, of going on this planet. Um, and God has just been super faithful. Uh, this started for us back in this past summer. Uh, some of you guys know that Steph and I um, have loved Colorado in our, our lives, and also we're wrestling just through some vocational decisions, and basically God, you know, we weren't getting anywhere on those decisions, and so we really carved out some time, and, and I think something that we just were able to reflect on in that time is how God has used H2O to impact our lives. You know, I think Steph, Steph actually came to know the Lord through H2O, um, and for me, I was really called into this place of discipleship, you know, that, that Christ would live through us rather than me living for myself. And so um, we want to see that happen on other campuses. And we didn't really have some pl any plans for that. In fact, we were really hopeful that some of you guys in this room would be joining us on, on a plant someday. 
you know, in the next three, five years, whatever that might look like. And then Joe, Joe reached out uh, to us concerning OU. Um, and again, I think God just really faithfully spoke into the process of us praying about that decision. I think every obstacle we put up uh, just through word, through the word, through prayer, and through counsel, uh, God really answered. And so we just really feel like this is where he's leading us. And I mean, frankly, like it's been really cool to to leave the engineering job that I had to, to you know, not cool to leave this community, but in some ways um, we just really feel like that's what God has for us. Um, and so I guess what I was hopeful to share uh, today, um, A, just praise God. Um, we're so thankful for, for you guys, so thankful for uh, just getting to be a part of this community uh, over the last couple of years. Um, I think it's been a true just grace, uh, especially, you know, I think coming into a new community, you, we, didn't, we didn't know people here, and, and now to look at today and, and really see, you know, look out and, and see family um, in this room, um, it's really sweet. And yeah, I, I think I'd love to spend time just thanking each one of you guys for how you've been involved in our lives, for your investment in us and, and the privilege to be in, in your guys' lives. Um, but we probably don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I do want to, though, uh, just spend some particular time just recognizing the Ortegas. Um, man, I think uh, they have just really adopted us. I think that's the word I, I've really used. Um, you know, from going to kids' birthday parties before we were really even involved in the church to um, a lot of really late nights just kind of sitting in their living room together. Um, it's been a big privilege just to get to be involved um, in your guys' lives. And, um, man, I, I think we just have so much respect for you, and we really want to call that out. And, and I think as I was praying about that, um, the Lord just really highlighted uh, Philippians 4, so I'm just going to read through that and, and talk through a couple things. Giving me the mic was a mistake. Um, so, um, starting in verse 4 here, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. Let everyone see how considerate you are in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and minds as we live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think things that are excellent and praiseworthy. Keep putting into practice uh, all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Uh, then the God of peace will be with you. Um, and man, I just think that what we have in this church is a very tangible example of people who live that out. You know, I think uh, I, I make fun and, and poke fun at Josh a lot of times for hallelujah and check it out, um, which just go back through the videos. There's some, some prime God says check it out moments. Um, but these are people who really rejoice in the Lord. Um, and, and I think through the last four years that we've been involved in this church, there's been some really hard things. As you guys know, we've had some leaders who have left and, you know, just tough situations with COVID and with Josh's health. And, and through it all, um, 
these guys have never complained. Um, they have rejoiced in the Lord. And I just want to thank you guys for the example of that. Um, and yeah, we really are thankful for your guys' humility. Um, from day one, coming into this plant, you guys were people that uh, just really listened to us, saw our input, and the fact that people who have been like worldwide missionaries have done all these awesome things for the Lord would would think some, you know, first year out of college guy could speak into this church. Like, we, we so admire that. Um, and, and then I think to see, too, as conflict has happened and as hard things have come, you guys have continued to go low and really love love people. Um, and so I'm just really thankful for the example that you guys have been uh, to us in addition to, you know, being our family here in Dayton. Um, and so... Yeah, I just want to honor you guys and, and even kind of issue a maybe some exhortation to the church. You know, Paul writes the Philippians and says, man, anything that you've heard in me and seen in me, you know, put that into practice. And, you know, I think we've been really privileged to have this window into to your guys' lives. Um, and guys, they're here. You know, they're continuing to serve. They're continuing to sacrifice for this body. Um, and this isn't, you know, a puff session for them, but... These are people who humbly walk with God and seek to, to obey him. And so uh, I would just, you know, I know as we go, we're going to take all that with us uh, to OU. And I want to challenge you guys as you go, as Daryl challenged you, um, to really put into practice what you've seen in the Ortegas. Um, man, even just the consistency of doing the four R's, the Christian birthright card, um, these different things. Um, you know, I, I again, I think I can kind of poke fun sometimes, but it's just so so awesome to see how that has really shaped your guys' lives. So we just wanted to give a big thanks to you guys and, and even, yeah, for, for honoring us as we as we go. Uh, we're excited to be partnered with, with you guys in this church. Um, so thank you guys so much. Yeah, amen. This is what it is, you guys. It's family. And it should never be easy to send out family. Um. We're sending out Brian and Stephanie, and uh, from the very beginning, Brian's faith has encouraged me, and it's been, sheesh, it's been, it's been everything that, um, you know, God knows what we need, and so I've got some really good friends here. Brian and Stephanie, are those... Well, whenever I see uh, just great faith, I, I can't help uh, but honor it. I'm a faith junkie, so uh, when I see great faith, um, I want to champion it. And I've seen great faith in Brian and Stephanie uh, taking great leaps of faith. And Brian has said yes to God, and uh, he could have worked out being missional so many ways, but he's surrendered it all. And when I mean it all, like, surrendered at all. And so uh, in the military, when they uh, see somebody do something uh, extraordinary above and beyond what you typically see in, somebody, in, in a group, uh, they coin them. And so I got this coin here, brother, and uh, it's the armor of God. It's a coin that has the verse of the armor of God on the back, and it's just a reminder that uh, we're sent out equipped and our work is in the Lord. It's not by your own ability 
And it won't be you who protects your marriage. It won't be you who is able to do this faithful work. God's called you to an impossible thing, and you're going to need him to thrive in your marriage, to thrive on this campus, to thrive in the friendships with the team, to serve Joe and the vision that God's given Joe. You're going to need him and spend that time. And so I really think that the armor of God reminds us every place where we need to start with salvation, with righteousness, with truth, uh, with faith, with, um, with the word. But most of all, it finishes out with being ready to go share what we've gained and gleaned in that personal time with God, with our spouse, with our team, and on campus to the lost. Um, First Timothy, I was just there. Chapter 4, I grabbed Matt's Bible. I need glasses to read this. <laughs> I charge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus is to judge the living and the dead by his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but will have itching ears, and they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth, and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, which means just be ready always. Uh, Educate yourself, spend time, know the word, endure suffering. It's exciting right now. This is exciting, you guys. When you, when you leave the job, I heard one missionary put, like, we were excited to leave our, our CEO position. We were excited to sell our house and give away our possessions. But then when we got on the mission field, it hit us like a brick wall. Like, what have we done? You know, like, <laughs> and so it's exciting right now. But this is why we're going to come around uh, Brian and Steph, and we're going to commit to praying for them as a church, and we are going to be a family that will not, it doesn't end here. Like, we're going to continue championing them, loving them from afar. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. It says, for I'm already being poured as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. Fight the good fight. He says, I fought the good fight. I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me that day. And not only to me, but also all who have loved his appearing. And so I'm just saying you have an eternal call, my brother, and uh, as we all do. And I just want to thank you for being a friend. Thank you for loving God first and then loving us. Loving, I just love the way you love your spouse. You're a lover, man. Hallelujah. Yeah, there's my hallelujah right there. <laughs> so Brian, uh, can, Sefi, can you come up too? This coin is not just uh, awarded to, to Brian because behind every amazing man, husband, is an amazing wife. Like, and this two is, are one. These two are one. And uh, Stephanie, I've just seen you champion Brian and uh, come along and pray to God. Like, God, I want this vision as well. This is not something that's just Brian is doing and Brian fills the call and challenge, but Steph too. Steph has a great workplace here that she's worked hard to establish in a position at the hospital here. Um, friends as well. She's got Ohana here. She's pouring to so many of you. I was just talking to Julia today and just kind of choking up uh, just all the people that you guys encountered. And when I was putting together this collage, um, I was like, wow, you guys, family, you guys have impacted 
<laughs> so many people. Your fault. Yes. And so um, I'm going to invite um, the whole uh, group up to pray for everybody. So if you guys come down here, I'm going to invite everybody to come and pray and lay hands on the Copickies. And um, Stephanie, I just want to thank you so much for um, your faith and your relationship with God that when both of you come together, look at all the lives that you've impacted. There's kingdom work here, you guys. So um, if you guys just want to actually step down, let's, let's circle around them. We're going to pray and lay hands on them. And uh, you could just stretch out your arms or touch the brother or sister in front of you, their shoulders, as they, we all just connect. It's a family effort to, that God uses, right? And so, God, I thank you for Ryan and Stephanie. I thank you that, uh, first of all, for the faithful work that you do in them is a picture of the work that you're doing in us, and you're just faithful, your faithfulness as a whole. And God, I thank you for... Um, using them, bringing them here to our church and uh, using them to develop relationships and friendships and speak into lives and, and not compromise the word and challenge and, and encourage and inspire. And God, I just thank you for all the ways that you've used them here and uh, that we can see you. We've seen you in their lives. And we have laughed with them. We have cried with them. We have pressed in in hard times with them. We have celebrated with them. And God, we are honored and blessed to send them to our brothers and sisters at Ohio University, the HO Athens Church Plant, that you would continue to do a faithful work in and through them. So we commission them. And Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would give them a fresh anointing, a fresh authority, a fresh power to, to be poured out, fill them up to be poured out in a new way, with a new team, new campus. God, it's the same word, it's the same mission, but it's a different place. And so I pray they have eyes to see Athens the way you see Athens. I pray that they have hearts to fill your heart in the brokenness for this place, that they too would be burdened to, to spend time in prayer first. And I just pray over them, God. I pray that you would protect them from the wily one, the enemy, from being divisive in any way, and that they would be used to be a man and a woman, a couple, God, to, to show how to love one another, how to serve one another, how to provide unity to one another. God, when we say church plant, we are literally pulling a piece of our church. You are pulling a piece of our church and planting it in a specific location that the kingdom of God may grow. So God, we just pray that you would show us how to love them and serve them on this, this journey and this adventure and uh, support them as they become frontline missionaries with the amazing team uh, led by Joe and Sammy out there, and we're just so thankful for uh, what you're doing and that we get to be a part of it. We celebrate our brother and sister. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody said amen. amen. You guys, this is uh, it's not your typical service, but it's, it's kingdom. And um, I'm so thankful for an Ohana service today. And so uh, we're about to bring up the worship team up here, and we're gonna we're gonna praise God. Want to know why? Because God is always worthy of our praise. 
We're going to praise God because he's doing a faithful work here. We're going to praise God because he's doing a faithful work in Athens. We're going to praise God because he's doing a faithful work in the Kopiki's lives. We're going to praise God because he's worthy of our praise. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Amen. So you guys might be wondering, how can we pray? How can we come alongside Brian, Stephanie? How can we come alongside this uh, OU church plant? And you're like, Ortega, how do we do that? Well, there's a lot of ways we can do that. First of all, we can pray for them. That's the first and foremost thing. You guys, prayer moves mountains. We really believe that God works in and through our prayers. We will be praying. We will be a praying people and marked by that. So I want to encourage you to go to Brian, Stephanie, get their prayer card. Ask them, like, hey, can I have a prayer card that I can stick on my fridge, on my bulletin board, in my car, wherever you need to put that to remember to pray for them and the OU team uh, as we think about that. And, uh, and, and write down their names. Get their names. Like, we've got a lot of the OU team here today. Write down their names and, and say, I want to pray for you while I pray for the co-pickies by name. And uh, write that on their prayer card. Remember to pray for Daryl as he's uh, just pouring into and come alongside Joe as he has here. Uh, to give him wisdom, divine insight, and understanding into the need, into Joe's needs, into the team's needs, and uh, what God's doing on this campus. Also, as a church, uh, we, we've been pouring and investing financially into this with some of our tithe. Yes, we do tithe here, hallelujah. And some of that tithe for the past three years has been sent to Bowling Green in the hopes of a church plant. And that's just been building up, and now there is a church plant happening. So we've been financially investing in this, like, Lord, we want this to happen. We, we want this, and it's not a lot that we've been able to invest, but it's been enough to say we are invested in this. And we want to commit uh, our tithe next month. We're gonna, we do that once in a while, take a, a full month's tithe and, and bless somebody with it uh, who's in need or maybe mission trips, missionaries. But we want to bless this team with at least, you know, a thousand towards OU going towards the church plant, and we want to bless Brian and Stephanie with a thousand just to help move and stuff like that. So let's come alongside. Let's be, we've seen God so generously, generously and lovingly give, joyfully give everything. Let us be givers, right? Let us come alongside and support uh, them with prayers financially, just like what Joe was sharing. And then finally, we're going to be taking some trips to OU once they get on the ground and established. And that's right, man. It's exciting. I remember when people were coming here to our church plant and showing us how to do a coffee outreach. I'd never even done that on campus. They know how to do that, and they're just going to be able to not say show us, but they're going to have stuff established and say, well, you can do surveys. You can engage people with the love of God, share the good news. And we're going to take multiple trips down there to support them. I'm sure Brian and Stephanie I'm hoping and praying that their apartment has an extra room for a guest. Yes. See? So let's come and support them. Uh, yeah, they're just in a beautiful campus. And let's be praying that that campus revival takes place, right? And so uh, we're going to be doing that. So that's some ways uh, that you can connect. While we have, I know today's an Ohana service, it's a family reunion, but we have family coming in that's usually not here. So our Ohio University plant, get to know them, ask them questions. They've got testimonies. If God's putting a burden on your heart, like to go all in or something, like say, how did you get from there to there? How'd you say no after doing this many years to schooling and then saying yes to God? Like what's that look like, that journey? Talk to them. Ask them what their needs are right now and pray for that. Uh, let's just be a loving church that sees everybody. And then, of course, make sure you hug and love Brian and Stephanie. 
give, uh, give Daryl a big hug. He loves hugs and uh, all that fun stuff. So, <laughs> hey, I love you guys. I'm so thankful for today. I'm so just thankful to be a part of what God's doing. Truly, it's celebrating what God is doing. And remember that. So God bless.